sure if I push this button and not that one. The assignments part is gonna work right this time. I am meek. Wait, what? Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is the pity of Melbourne. Welcome to Neekology 101, the say the nerd geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. John. And today we have Matt Martinelli. Hey, Matt. Glad you're here today, man. Well, um, what about Rudy? I'm here too. Oh, Rudy's over there in the chair. And we're not. We and we are the knights who say Neek, Neek. Yeah, we just. <laughs> we like episode on Monty Python. Hey, are we have we recording. Yeah, we are recording. Very good. So. Uh, all right, welcome to. We're here in class today. Today we're going to be talking. Actually, this is fun. This is really almost like we'd have a uh, in our class today. Now, Matt is with us. He's a writer, but also you teach. Teach economics. Right, economics. Ooh. So there you go. And uh, I teach English. Of course, you work with uh, as a counselor, right? I work, yes, I work with. So people. we're all in education in the some ways. So the study of good. economy. Right. And so we talk those about that the, nobody knows. Right. <laughs> the study of nerd and geek. Now, one of the things is we talk about the. Um, our characters, we love where characters go and characters arc. And actually, John had an idea for our episode today about the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole study itself. It's what, how they grow, right? What they go through, what they, uh, they experience to become who they're supposed to be. Arise! Arise, fighters of Theodos! Spears shall be shaken! Shields shall be splintered! A sword day! A red day! And the sun! Gonna, he's actually has a diagram too, I do have a diagram. and we're gonna go through that today and talk. And you know what? Before we start, though, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's preface real quick. Um, I know each one of us has a project out there we're working on. We do, and maybe we could. Well, I know I do. Okay. Uh, and maybe we'll go ahead and let you guys share what you're working on, and maybe just kind of do your elevator speech. You've, you've prepared that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll try. Give it my best. Job. All right. So tell. Uh, so Matt, tell us about your book a little a bit about it, and then uh, we'll come. We'll get into it. Okay. The uh, book I'll be talking about is uh, the new, A New Sun Rising, which is a story of a, uh, a group of kids who are stranded on a planet that's been invaded by alien squids. And they're searching for their father, who's the leader of the uh, resistance against the aliens. And along the way, they join a traveling circus. Wow, there you go. Nice. Well, it's got everything in there. <laughs> so adventure, and that's... Uh, so they're carnies. Yes, <laughs> they are, yes. With a squidward kind of thing. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. John, you want to go ahead and share yours? Uh, there it is right there. That says it all. Uh, it's called The Lone Wolf. It's about a young uh, ranger set in a fantasy world that I created, really based off Dungeons & Dragons, uh, who has some latent um, abilities. Uh there be his village is beset upon by orcs. Uh, tragedy happens, and he ends up um, meeting an unlikely sort of mentor and a uh, rogue named Kaladin, who kind of brings him back to a certain level of uh, morality. And um, you know, at the end, they've got your typical protagonist antagonist, uh, not sword and sorcery, but a high fantasy kind of deal. Very good. Good mm-hmm. stuff. He's got a drink too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then Chronolosity, uh, uh, my character, Olivia York, is trying to save his family through an invention, you know, hit hard times, and he basically wants to be the next thing, you know, the thing out there that kind of changes the world. And he ends up discovering that um, he affects time. And so he gets involved in a time war, 
and he has to decide which which one is doing the best for history and people involved. So has a lot of uh, what ifs in history. If you met certain people, what would happen? So kind of a fun story, but it's a coming of age story, basically finding your place in history. So uh, it's fun. Again, all these characters have journeys, mm-hmm. uh, different set in different times, but the theme is still the same. Right, theme is still the same as how they grow, what kind of things happen to them. So that's kind of what we're going to share today. And you could apply this to pretty much anything. Anything Rudy's working on, any movies, right? The characters go through uh, growth. How'd you Uh, know? Yes. (laughs) As we speak, I'm filming you right now. It's a remake of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, that should be Uh, really good. (laughs) Yeah, it tells on the side of the clown's perspective. Oh, that's really important. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay, John, why don't you lead us out here real quick. So okay, let's talk so about... basically when you, I don't know, what's a good Star Wars, uh, mm-hmm. The Hobbit? I mean, basically the, the way the hero's journey starts is they're in just the common world, right? They're in their, their ordinary world that they're in. Right. And then there is some sort of call to adventure. Right. So yes. like you think Gandalf comes and says you want to be a burglar, right? Right. Are you wish to take mm-hmm. an adventure, mm-hmm. Mr. Baggins? That's right. So, and then just like with The Hobbit... There's the refusal to the call at first. Right. I don't want to do that. I just want to stay in my adventures. Exactly. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. And then there's sort of the meeting with the mentor. Yep, yep. So. Right, he meets all the... The door, the, the he gets involved in what's going on, the mm-hmm. mission, right? Yep. And there's usually some sort of mentor. I don't know who the mentor would be in the Hobbit per se. Would it be Gandalf? I or think would so. It be okay. Thorin. Yeah, Gandalf. Uh, yeah. Thorin is sort Thorin. of his more of his nemesis. Okay. In some ways, yeah. Um. And then it's crossing the first threshold, so the hero comes or commits to that adventure. So right. At some point, they finally said, "Okay, I'm in it. I'm in it." To right. Win. I'm going on an adventure. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I, I think more than that, Bilbo was meant to find the ring. In which case, you also were meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought. They fully commit to that. Leave they, things at home. Yes, exactly. The um, road goes ever, ever on. And right. at the, by that point, there's like no turning back. So I don't know when that point would be. Mm-hmm. It's not when he meets up with the dwarves, per se, but it's when probably the first sort of test. I mean, there's the crossing the threshold and then the test comes, but right. it's somewhere in there. I mean, I yeah. don't think that there's a... You can't go back to where you were before. Yes, right, exactly. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's a bright line. And then there's the test, allies, enemies. So it's the test you go through, the allies that you meet, and then the enemies that you, right. you know, encounter. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, I bid you stand, men of the West. And then this part, they it really they break it up into really sort of four different parts. So mm-hmm. one's the departure, which is what you get through until you cross over to the first threshold. The second is the fulfillment. Um, and they call that between the crossing the, the first threshold and then approaching the the inmost cave, okay, or the supreme ordeal that they get through. That's sort of the number two, right, in that arc. Um, so your fortunes sort of hit the bottom. You okay. feel like you're not gonna 
succeed. I, I can't do this, Sam. I know. It's all wrong. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. Uh, and you have some sort of confrontation with your greatest fear. That was greatest, that uh, was Mirkwood Forest for Bilbo Baggins. Was it? Highest and lowest place of where? Because that's where he found the sword. He got his courage, right? Did he find the sword in Mirkwood? Oh, no, no, no. We got that before the, with the yeah, goblins. Yeah, got that before that. Because in Mirkwood Forest is where the spiders yes. came in, right? But he had the courage to stand up to them. And he, he's the only one that could save the dwarves, right? right. He was the only one who didn't get mm -hmm. captured by them. Yep. So, and then it goes into sort of the third... Um, portion which is your return to I guess your ordinary life oh yeah so it's the reward the seizing the prize and then the road back and then the the next threshold is the threshold crossing or your resurrection where the hero is transformed by moments of death and or rebirth and is able to return to ordinary life with new insights wow um, they come back a different person yeah but I think Mr. Furrow I do understand I know now Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going. Because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? There's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. Yeah, so, very good. Um, and then it's just... Uh, the freedom to live at the end of that yeah. <laughs> until the next adventure, right? Right, and the heroes grow. Books. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, very good. And you see that in the Lord of the Rings with the sort of the, the hobbits because I think they finish it and then they come back to another little journey that they go through, right? In oh. Lord of the Rings, you remember at the end? Are you talking to the book? Yeah. But yeah, the book has a totally different ending. Oh, than it's the movie. Rated, yeah. yeah, because they, you know, they defeat they come the back orcs. to the Shire. They come back to the Shire, and the orcs are running the Shire, right? Yep, um, and Soriman. And Soriman, and they have to defeat him, but they take all that knowledge that they garnered mm -hmm. in this epic adventure right. and use it to Rouse defeat. troops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why books are really... I shouldn't say what books are going to be much better than movies because they can't put it all in there, too. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, yeah, exactly. And you could plug in, apply that to any... We, in fact, if we, we, a few episodes ago, we talked about how enemies bring out the best in heroes. Yes. Right? Which is, you know... Well, I mean, come on, like Lego Batman. You can't... You can't yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't be Batman without a Joker, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, so... And you, you make your hero by the enemy you have. Yes. You know, you've right. got to have that conflict. Otherwise, what story do you really that's have? Your, that's your crucible. They give you uh -huh. a person, too. Spiegel's life. Sad story. Yes. Spiegel, he was once called before the ring found him. Before it drove him mad. It's a pity Bilbo didn't kill him when he had the chance. Pity? It was pity that stayed Bilbo's hand. Many that lived deserved death. And some that died deserved life. It'd be... I mean, some of those things are within the person, so yep. this hero's journey can not only be an external enemy it could be an internal enemy right like there in my you. book the uh, my my character my main character has some internal conflicts with racism and faith and um leadership or coming of age kind of confidence right. that kind of thing that yeah. he deals with yeah so and he uh yeah definitely he, he butts heads against with the people and and his holy truth is dad you know so things that push him out of his comfort zone mm -hmm. right very good yeah, yeah. How about your How about your hero? Now, who's your main hero in your book? Mm -hmm. I've got a couple. There's it's 
a young lady named Petra, who's a uh, former beauty queen that's now all of a sudden thrust into it, being a soldier. Nice. Trying to fight uh, off these alien, alien uh, squids. And then her younger brother, Aiden, who's a 13-year-old kid who's uh, now become the father figure to his younger sister. Oh, wow. So both of them have this goal to find their father. Gotcha. And along the way, I mean, they, they encounter aliens and, and they join the circus. The nice. Isn't that what you always do? You don't know where to go in life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just watching the whole thing with Barnum and Bailey. It's like, yeah, people did back then, you know? So that's kind of tying in some, wow, interesting. It's an alien circus? I, well, the the leader of the, the circus is indigenous to the planet. He's right. A, he's, but he's red. He's, okay. And he's got a horn. Okay. And he can speak to people's minds. So he's got some telep- telepathic powers. Nice, nice. To, yeah, he's basically human you know, as human as most of us uh, and then Yondu. there is a uh, a little six inch worm oh that's where your friend comes from ah, yeah called Jeremy his name's Jeremy and he's uh, he's like the secret to the whole book but you don't find that out to the very end so I'm not going to give that away right gotcha uh, then there's a blue strong man he's part of the circus he's, uh, he's obviously yeah, he's I'm Mary Poppins y'all <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I got a whole cast of characters nice. crazy characters oh a circus can have all kinds of fun things like yes Right. Wow. The so beardless when did, woman. <laughs> when does the circus play into the book? I, it's uh, about a third into the book. Okay. Uh, they have to get out of their places where they're, they're at, and then they join the circus. Uh, they each encounter the circus at different times. Petra mm-hmm. encounters, encounters it very early on, where Aiden counter, finds out a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And, and then at the end, they all join back up together. Nice. Um, nice. But they, they, uh, the circus is fun. My mentor character, it, my Gandalf per se, is a, is a female who's a the world's best sharpshooter. Oh wow! And she like can Annie Oakley. Anything, yeah, anything, <laughs> yeah. anywhere, wow. except she refuses to kill. No, for moral grounds, for nice. religious reasons. So right. she turns out to be Aiden's mentor in this whole nice. story, where Aiden has to figure this whole thing out. Does he go out and kill aliens, or because he's angry, his house was killed, his mm-hmm. his mom was killed, his. Oh, so they're orphans. You say orphans now, right? Uh, well, their dad's still alive. Oh, dad's still alive. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's where for the Got majority it. of the story. Wow. And it is take place in space, right? It's, not it's a whole other planet. Yeah, it's a planet that's uh, kind of like a Renaissance planet, 1700s kind of setting where art is the most important thing of the planet. Huh. So they were a little unprepared to be invaded by aliens. So, wow. Uh, they they're uh, using backwards type weapons and whatever they can steal from the aliens. Wow, interesting. Oh, it almost sounds like aliens and cowboys, or cowboys aliens. Some a little way. bit. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the, the main, that main mentor king, character, Angel, she is kind of a, a cowboy, in, yeah. in, in, per se. Nice. Uh, some, a short story that I wrote, uh, she was in, and she uh, was wearing a cowboy hat. So. Oh, okay, God, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's kind of cool. You can have a sci-fi or fantasy, you know, but the, the worlds have, have different rules, right? Yes, they yeah. all they always have different rules. Yeah. Mine pretty much takes place here, and it's, I really didn't put a time to it, but mm-hmm. you could guess it's about now. Try to keep it, um, but it's kind of keep it uh, current, but not too, you know, it'll be timeless, you might say. But um, I think with Levy, he, uh, his dad really is a mentor he doesn't want, because his dad's gone through a, an accident that he, he's... Um, I guess you could say he was he was work he was a uh, made a lot of money and then he was he his he was a hero saved a guy from getting he, the guy was screwing out of work or something and he saved the guy from the work but he got injured and in the long run they let him go because it embarrassed the company so Levy just is he's mad at his dad because he basically lost they lost everything 
So they're just, you know, like a paycheck away from homelessness. And so he's takes on himself to uh, design this fizzy drive, this machine, and uh, wants to be recognized. He's going to get, he's already on track for get, you know, he can win, win a scholarship. Maybe it's going to change the world. And so he felt like this is on him. So he has a lot of animosity toward his dad, but he loves his dad. And the thing is, um, he ends up getting meeting up with uh, Mr. Cross, who's the time traveler, uh, extraordinary, he calls himself. And he um, is a great, lovable character, but this guy really has a whole view on uh, how history could be better. And he, he says, like, you know, I can, I can remake your history so you don't have that event uh, in your life. And, and as Levy realizes that uh, sometimes the worst things that in life that get thrown at you help you to grow. So he has a lot of internal struggles with himself, too. Um, and then he meets characters from history as children uh martin luther king jr and uh, annie oakley that's funny you mentioned that too uh, actually never gets to see her they communicate through a wall through morris code but he that's his like lifetime crush he liked to meet her too and then um and then uh, he also meets uh, uh thomas edison <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> will you, you? Of her? i know i know he sees her for something else. He sees her. He sees, so in the movie, she's going to be hot. Yeah, I guess right? so. Okay. Yeah, but he sees something in her that he just there's something Scott about Johansson or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. And see, he 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 likes it. But yeah, there you go. Exactly. Well, the girl he likes, Elise, is a very um, very well. She's very seventies. She's funny. I just, before my daughter got into it, that's her character. It kind of likes very seventies and very just free spirit kind of stuff. But where he's very analytical and very whatever. So, she, you know, I was looking for someone that is, he's not wild adventurous, but they kind of balance him out. So he gets a lot of, you could say mentoring from characters from history. So it's literally learning from history, right? Who you are and his character arc, definitely. He's got a very self-centered, you know, me fix the world. And he realizes that you can't do it by yourself. So he learns about being a team, part of being a team and growing. So, and, um, and how you really do make history. So it's pretty cool. So, yeah, right, so I got a question for you. Time yeah. travel. What's your view? On my time travel? <laughs> yeah. Is Don't it? do it. <laughs> oh, you mean like... Wait, can uh, you go back in time and change the future? Did you watch Marvel? Okay, Jerry, you're going to jump on this one. Huh, with the whole, uh, <laughs> what did Hulk say? You can't change it. I think I think part of it is the... Uh, in it, they they figured out that um, time travel is possible because, not, because there's a naturally current element that allows that to happen. And you have to tap into that thing. So it's time. Pretty much the element of time. So the, in this one, it's sort of figuring out. It's it's actually um, a living entity, you might say. And if you can if you can if you can uh, harness it, then you can use it for time travel. So I kind of I kind of mess with that thing too. I I I. I uh, Are you talking about chronotons? Chronotons, yeah, chronotons, yeah, chronotons. It's a it's a it's a chemical. It's a it's a they're like um. Pen particles. I guess you could say that, but they're naturally occurring, right? Mm -hmm. Which what what I thought about was Midichlorians? No, 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 no God, God's first creation was. God's don't speak of those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say that. Yeah, right. Well, God's first creation was time, right? Because He created light from darkness. So I kind of almost kind of call that God's first creation. And later on, you find out more about them and and how it works. And it's not midichlorians. Don't get crazy. But the thing is, um, with time travel in this one, uh, they. Uh, a lot of it is learning how to manage time because eventually a group just learns how to, they get the ability to do this and they have to realize you can really abuse this thing or you can actually use it for the right reason. So that's there's a whole dynamic of that also. Um, Levy hates the concept of time because he's run out of it. So he eventually learns 
how to manage it. And I think the whole idea with this is um, how time travel affects the people in it. You know I mean, like if you were to change this, right? You totally, if you change one person, you could change the whole outcome of history. And um, I, I don't think, am I, am I avoiding your question? Uh, time travel, are you talking about how they did time travel? Or? Maybe we can save it for another show. We're going to guest on that one. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your question was, is it possible or can how just, do we do time travel? Can you just answer the question? <laughs> the question no, 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 was, go back to it. I'm answering <laughs> No, was the question was, what so I, know, I was making coffee this morning. I'm like, why did can we go back in coffee? time and we can change this? Uh, well, the court reporter, please reference. <laughs> okay, that whole argument, that whole argument about changing time and managing time. That's the whole thing because one guy wants to change it. Mr. Cross wants to change it to get to remove, you know, to make a better future, right? That's and another. His- Point of view. That's his point of view because he now he has the ability to change time, mm-hmm. and he says, you know what? With all the things that happened, I really feel like you know if you change the Hitler, you changed uh, different, you know, you would have a better outcome. And the fact of the matter is, you don't know all the other people that would have changed in that fact too. You know, someone said like, uh, yeah, if you remove Hitler, what about um, people like Corey Ten Boom? What about the heroes that come out of that? You would change them all. So the butterfly well. effect. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, and so basically, you if you're Gonna and of course, you know, with all these shows coming out with time travel now, yes. they're talking about things that are not. Uh, what do they say when things are not? You can change it, but they won't affect the, bar, the greater timeline kind of stuff. So there are very smaller elements. Of, they're like the branches. So there's there's like two or three concepts of time. There's yeah. like the the main branch of time that you can just alter the main timeline and that's it. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Back to the Future. Um, uh, way of time travel where it creates it's butterflies, branches. yeah, mm-hmm. and that yeah, that kind of represents like the butterfly effect of it all. And then there was another one that I, when they were talking about Endgame, that there was another multiple universes, yeah, kind of so thing. yeah. right, multiverse where yeah, you that, are yeah, you are a different person in all these different. Yeah, every time right. you make a change, it makes a whole new universe. Right, that's why yeah. uh, um, Nebula could kill herself in the past and she didn't die. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? Here's this is one that's playing John. It's almost like well, I, 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 there's a concept called um, that I thought about called the divine if principle because the Bible talks about if you do this, if you make this choice, it won't happen. But if you don't, right? So it's almost like God can see outcomes, right? Because there's a um, I think I explained before, but uh, when uh, uh, in the Bible in Jeremiah, he was actually talking about um, you know if you people if you don't repent, you know. There's going to be a tree that grows up in middle Israel and all these things happen. Well, they did and it never happened. So it's almost God can see outcomes, right? And so he almost kind of can guide you out of a bad situation. Um, and so one of the things that um, my – the concept is that time has, a, time has a direction because it's being guided. But people can make different choices in it. You can choose to go along with it or you can choose to get out of the, the mainstream. So I think, I think eventually – like I think the time machine they had – the guy's wife was meant to die. He tried to save her, but she still got killed another way. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if time is more like that because you have someone who's writing his story, history, right? So things are going to naturally happen the way they are. And I thought about the multi-universe, but I thought, you know, in a way that sort of kind of takes away from a direction. It's like man can screw it up, you know. We screw it up ourselves, I think. And the thing is that it has a – because it's got a beginning, middle, and end. And then we all have choices within it that you got free choice. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a mix of both. So – don't have to answer your question. Yeah, good. It's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the hero's journey in yours? The hero's journey in that uh-huh. one. The hero's journey. I think. I think Levy realizes that life happens and is not perfect. And the thing about it is, but those things turn into good. They turn into if you allow them, those opportunities will change you. Mm-hmm. And if you fight it, I think you're you're worse off. If you fight 
the horrible things that happen to you, it's like, you know, you're handed good and bad. You have to accept it. You got to accept Acceptance. it. And, yeah. And like, you know, yeah, you're talking about the crucible we go through, right? Mm-hmm. That pushes the circus, whatever you're going through. It changes you the person. And if we don't grow, we're dead. So the thing about it is, I think all the choices that we make, um, you know, and, and we make mistakes, right? The thing about it is he, he realizes that, in fact, he fights with this hero complex, which is what his dad has. And he really realizes why his dad did what he did. He hated him for it. Now he goes, wow, now I understand my dad. I don't hate my dad. And what he did was right. It changed my family. But that change is going to turn to something good. You know, he just couldn't see the, he couldn't see past his middle school eyes, you might say. He couldn't see past the, what's it in about me? He realized the world is not revolving around himself, but he realizes that, you know, God's got a plan for him. And he's like, all these things are meant to help him grow. Because we would, we would be comfortable. Right? We, mm-hmm. we would not take that hero's journey. Like, I'm good, right? And it's like, we pushed out of our hobbit house, pushed out of our, you know, village, pushed out of our world, right? Pushed mm-hmm. off the Tatooine. Pushed off yeah. tattooing. <laughs> yeah, think about if Luke would have stayed. Uh, what were you doing right now, right? He would be dead. He would be well, dead. yeah, if his aunt, if yeah. Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew hadn't died, yeah. he would have stayed there, right? He would never want Yeah, Or if he would have stayed, he would have been dead with them. Yeah. Luke. Right. They'd be free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drink your blue milk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you really think, and I, I mm-hmm. Mar- or, oh man, I called, I called Rudy Marty. Call Marty. Marty. Anyways. Um, Why is he Marty? I don't know. It just came out of my <laughs> That's his journey. Anyways, but Rudy off talks about the uh, the what-if comics and Marvels, right? Like different directions that could have happened. But people make choices all the time, right? So if a, journey, if a hero does not take the call, and almost like Esther in the Bible, someone else might take it. You know, it's like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to miss my calling. Yes, you do. Your calling's not good enough. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's not teaching. <laughs> No, that's good. Thanks for your vote of confidence. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Good friends for it, right? Exactly. Right, friends. Exactly. But, um, you know, the thing is, uh, yeah, so I, I think it may be applied to life, right? What is our hero's journey? You know, what, what is it where people have pushed out of? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. But are you are yourself as a hero? I don't know. I think we all are in our own way, right? To somebody. <laughs> We're somebody's hero. Yeah. Well, it, even your... Why? Why shouldn't you think yourself a hero? You, are you? Mm-hmm. You're make. Hey, you make a difference in people's kids' lives. So they may day. not ask like it every day, and you do too for as a teacher, mm-hmm. right? And they, they come back later, and they might just say, oh, "I don't know that teacher," or they might actually say, "Thank you, Mr. Martinelli, or thank you, Mr. Pepe, right, Master Pepe." Yeah, and the thing, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I get I get things from kids all day. <laughs> you know, they come in. Oh, you're my favorite teacher ever. This year, uh-huh. next year, I'll be sending a teacher, right? But you just, you never know. I know you guys are baking here. Good job. Thanks thanks for hanging in there. That's part of your hero suffering, right? But um, I think that, uh, you know. So can a hero be a hero without suffering? I don't know. What do you guys think about that one? Isn't that life, though? I mean, don't you have to, like, go through some sort of trial change. and tribulation? Yeah. Metamorphosis. In order to change. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's hard to think of a hero that's not yes. gone through some kind of trial. Right. Right. And it makes them more human. I think so. Uh, they connect with the people. Human element. Sure. Yeah. Some ways, that's makes Superman boring because he's so strong. Yeah. yeah. He, his, you know, he's just so too strong. In the newer one, though, they made him emotionally vulnerable. I mean, he really had issues with dealing with this stuff. And they, that was good they brought that out because he was very broken. What, with Krypton? Yeah, when he killed the, what's his name? Oh, yeah. What? He uh, hurt. Okay. He doesn't kill. What's uh, the, the Zod. Zod. Yeah. He cried? Oh yeah, it's it's something that he didn't that he didn't want to do. It's it's out of character or for Superman. But you you see that in in the original Superman too when he can't save oh, his yeah. father. Yeah, and he's like, I've been given all these powers and I can't save. Yeah, I can't save no matter what I could I could 
I'm faster than a speeding bullet. I can jump yeah, over. Yeah, there's just certain things. But that I just can't. Do, I can't control that. Yeah. I couldn't control him dying, having a heart attack. And that's mm-hmm. good because if it, if he would, he would be he'd be God. Otherwise, if he didn't, you know, be able to control that. So and then but there's you take a character like Superman versus Spider Man, where, oh, where Spider Man's got all kinds of problems going all over right. the place, every direction. Yeah. And it, it's those trials and tribulations he goes through that almost makes Spider-Man a more enjoyable character. Well, that's that's why I'm, he's my favorite. That's, <laughs> what I like, that's what I like about Batman, because he doesn't really have any superpowers. Right. He has to use, you know, his cunning and, yeah. and his money. And, <laughs> and his, his accoutrements. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's our word. Yes, <laughs> they had that conversation in the mm-hmm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse where uh, he had lost his uh, uncle who was the Prowler. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and when he goes back to all the other Spider-Mans, they're like, this is the gig, man. Yeah. It sucks, but this yeah. is the gig. This is what happens. This, yeah. is, what you, this is what we all sign mm-hmm. up. Right. Yes. And either, it, either it makes us become what they are, or it just drives us even more to become better. Yeah. It really is about choice, right? Either better or bitter. Bitter and better. Didn't we do one a piece on that with Luke? Yeah. yeah. And you can let life just tear you up. Well, and I, I'm an, I'm an, well, I shouldn't assume because I know, but all these guys in here... They're men of faith, right? They believe that God's working in life, you know? And the thing is, welcome to being a hero. Hello, you got that on you. Because you know what? Anything you... Because living life faith is not easy at all. It's very difficult. And it's going to get... Life, life is going to be hard. Yeah, he just... Well, he went through it too, you know? But he goes, I'm going to give you strength to get through it. So the thing about it is, um, you know, the hero is not... That's the beautiful thing. The hero is not dependent on their own strength. Oh, I just thought of a hero now. Paul. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Paul. I mean, just thrown in jail and all kinds of fun stuff he got to do whipped you know and then he was singing though in prison and the guy's like what are you doing you know he's this hero sees things beyond their struggle they see it's got a point and I think that's that's that would be I don't think that at the beginning they do no not at all I think Mm. maybe in reflection down the road they might see that as you grow yeah Yeah. hopefully yeah Mm -hmm. tons of uh, tons of great characters who've just really they become more you know, too, what's great is um, there are, uh, what do you call it? Characters are very um, shallow, mm-hmm. you know, before they start, and then you see them deepen. And I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but I'm just thinking of characters who have uh, developed. I'm thinking just ones I've seen on, like, Star Trek or something. But they're very, like, you know, very plain Why characters. Do you always go back to Star Trek? I don't always go back to Star Trek. You <laughs> Star Wars. Always back to Star Trek. I didn't yeah. do Jar Jar Binks. Anyways, uh, but the thing is... You know better than that. <laughs> So is Jar Jar the Emperor? Is he coming back in the next movie? Misa thinks no. <laughs> Misa hope not so. But don't mean like uh, they had a character Tom Paris, right? He's actually up there. Tom is Paris, he's up there. He's up there somewhere. Yeah. I don't see him. Anyways, he's behind uh, Batman. Oh. Anyways, but anyways, yeah, there's a whole string of. Tom characters. Paris is always behind Batman. But Tom Paris was one of those kids. He was just very like a like they called him Howdy Doody, real you know freckle or whatever. But the thing about it is that character was he was a uh, he ended up becoming a criminal. He had very low places in his life. No one thought a lot about him. But he rose to the challenge of being a hero and became, you know, you you actually saw his journey all the way through the whole series of, of Star Trek Voyager. Oh, I still don't think about him. Okay. What I do, <laughs> but, anyways, but the thing about it, he, he he got depth to him. He was very like plastic and very you know whatever very one dimensional and the thing is the struggle he went through helped him become more of a grounded real three dimensional person but know? isn't that what you're looking for in a book or a movie yeah oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I can connect with him yeah I think you can sure well you have some very connectable characters in yours too even Paladin who looks a very he looks very like Paladin not Paladin um, I'm sorry Paladin Pal- Pal- you said Paladin who's your character again 
Kaladin. Kaladin. <laughs> anyway, sorry. He wasn't sorry. That's all scratch off. Anyways, scratch. but Kaladin, <laughs> but Kaladin could be very. You could like a very surface character because he's very flamboyant, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as you get talking to him, he starts digging into people's lives. You realize no, he's he knows he knows life, and he can he mentored um, romance, romance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, uh, that's it. And those are and you're applying hopefully things that you've gone through or people you know through. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm sure with your your guys too, huh? Your two brother sister. Well, they the get deepened. Did you say one of them? Yeah, the angel. She's a mentor too. Yeah, it's probably been through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. good. So, what does she teach? Uh, she's, a- is it Aiden? Uh, she teaches mostly Aiden, uh, kind of just the journey through with Christ. Uh, she's mm-hmm. a Christian mm-hmm. character, and that's where she gets her, you know, uh, her skill. She calls it a God-given skill yeah. to to be able to shoot. But she also says, "I will not kill." Yeah. And so, for her, um, she's telling Aiden, "Hey." We have choices we have to make. You yeah. can, because he really wants to. There's a, a, a person that turns out to be real evil, the king yeah. of the planet, um, and he has a choice whether he's going to kill this guy or let yeah. him live, and uh, he, he has to make him? a. I'm not going to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> Tough decision he has to make at the gotcha. end, and uh, you have to read the book to find out. Hey, timekeeper, what time's our time? Because we got pizza. What time is it? Uh, it's been 30 minutes. Oh, that's about. Dang it. it. 30 minutes oh so hey perfect timing that's <laughs> very hey but um hopefully we're gonna hear more about um all these book projects we'll talk more about that and maybe you'll get to read them we'll see we're talking we got some plans maybe to talk about how to get our books out there so we hey, can, can I do a shameless plug yes you can all right okay, okay. quickly I got, dun, 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 dun. I got a book cover Woo-hoo. Right. Oh, nice. camera, where's the camera I don't camera's know the camera's right there camera's right there all right uh my collection of short stories is coming out uh, around christmas time uh, it's called Past Future Tense, and it has a story of Angel, which is this mentor. The, it's a uh, that particular story will an honorable mention through L. Ron Hubbard's Writers of the Future. So nice. I'm kind of excited about that cool. story. Very good. So yeah, that story is the the last one in the story, and she has to decide whether some guy deserves to die or not. Well, you probably know the ending, but uh, you can see how it turns out. That it's yeah. even more fun. Very good. Such so short short uh, bits of all your book and, and other writings yeah. too. Very good. So this will tie in. This character ties into your actual book. Fourteen short stories uh-huh. of fourteen of them. Three of them are in different novels. Oh, okay. So yeah. Nice. So you tie it into your books, which yes. is something that I like when I read books. I like other books that tie into that book. Yeah. The, the particular story with Angel is 20 years before the, the novel happens. Oh, okay. So gotcha. she's just a kid. Gotcha. And later on, she's an adult. So Prequel. So you kind of get an idea of how she becomes. How she how becomes. She, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Well, I'm only shutting this down because I don't get pizza that will allow you as well. But we're, we're about done, too. <laughs> so, but um, thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Thanks for being with us today. And, uh, and uh, we hope that your journey is always growing, right? And may, your, may all your stories grow and help you guys be, uh, you know, whatever we do support we're doing, it'd be great. So, I'm still Gary. Still John. Still Matt. And class is dismissed. A distant light. Fiery mountain beneath the moon The words unspoken will be there soon Thanks for listening to Neekology 101, the same nerd and geek in their natural habitat. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and stay up to date with all that's new in the Phantom Universe. You can find Neekology 101 on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Love to hear from our fans and your input helps make this show possible. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Godman Geeks or 
you can contact us at mycology101class at gmail.com. We know we have a lot of fandom choices out there, so thanks for letting us invade your fandom universe. Because we are still the knights who say, Meek. <laughs>